0: Really big show, Paper Keg Nights 3. The host who's seen me
1: in ladies' lingerie not once but twice and has no regrets. He's slim, Paper Keg Nights 3.
0: David Hasselhoff not getting any money from the show, but he is introing Paper Keg 167, Black Kiss, by Howard Chakin Third ever Paper Keg Nights. What is Paper Keg Nights, you ask? My word. If you're watching the YouTube right now, giving a new definition to the word repulsive, Jonesy <laughs> loves beer, wearing a blouse. Paper Keg Nights is where we only talk about adult comic books, whether that be mature-rated, you know, men wearing blouses, such as Jonesy right now, that's it. So our book club is none other than dear friend Howard Chaikin's Black Kiss. Police siren in the
1: back. You know what's stunning to me? Lou Rawls was on the show and not asked to do the theme song. Music legend Lou Rawls declined. So I, I don't want my name associated with this as a song. Jonesy
0: loves beer. He's uh, one of our three hosts on the Paper Cake podcast. He is in drag tonight in preparation for the show. 99% of our listeners do not watch the YouTube, <laughs> but but man, is it a treat.
2: <laughs> it's really something extra for the for the visual crowd out there, you know. YouTube. Absolutely.
1: And to think, I almost didn't do it this year, but I'm glad that I soldiered through.
0: Yeah. Um, final living host, um, you know, I just refer to him two words: Silver Fox. Mm-hmm. He's back on the show. He just had birthday parties for his kids this weekend. He's exhausted, but he's powering through,
2: probably with the help of the cocaine. Uh, Dale underscore on the Twitter, welcome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be back. Paper Keg Nights 3. Uh, I wouldn't miss it for the world. And, you know, we we had a, a you know, it's, it's a crazy weekend. My kids' birthdays. I couldn't record because of it. And, uh, you know, we're here on a Monday night. But you know what? It's a real treat. A real treat to be here.
0: One of the biggest shows we've ever done. <laughs> yeah. you know, our, one of our, the biggest. It very well could be. I mean, I haven't taken a look at the numbers yet, and if I do take a look at them, I'll only share them with Dale, Mm -hmm. because then we don't do anything (laughs) with Jonesy, numbers-wise. This could be one of the biggest shows we've ever done.
1: I think we might have up to three viewers on the YouTube
0: right now. I have a YouTube on call waiting right now. We're (laughs) upping the bandwidth for this show on YouTube. I just put my thumbs up in the air, and I'm just going like this. Jack it it up. up,
2: Jack it up. We need more bandwidth over here. Ship it
0: all out. (laughs) We're gonna need a whole new door. <laughs> they got the reference, but uh, this show only adult theme books. Mm. You know we're gonna keep it PG rated as we usually do. We don't curse in this show. It's not what we're about. Show sponsor the comic book shop in Delaware. They can't be playing this podcast in the
2: comic shop with
0: cursing. No.
2: They'd be no. ad- abhorrent. Yeah, they would never. They would never expose uh, any ears to that. It would be a very not politically correct. Not customer friendly. Yeah. No, they're all about the customers
0: down there. If anyone knows politically correct, it's Dale underscore uh, A. Tune that- in to our first 75 episodes. <laughs> if You want it- to get a taste of that from Dale underscore A. <laughs> politically correctness, you know, PC, all the way. Oh, my word. You know, uh, my wife has been at Nimidity on the Twitter. She's been cycling through our archive Ooh, recently. Why? Yeah. She's she's starting to read comics. Man. Man alive. She Can wasn't taken.
2: Take she wasn't these trying, broken
1: gosh. wings Tell and help Slim fly again together in your dreams. So,
2: I, I, to confirm, you, she listened to a Paper Cake Nights in the grocery store today, huh? Yeah, she really did. She listened to the Crossed
0: episode. That was <laughs> our most recent Paper Cake oh, Nights where, you know, as it happens at the apocalypse, people just... Uh, horning into broken, cut off orifices in a way that you never want to read, and uh, what a book that was, Crossed. But that's not a, that's not what the show is about. No. Shows this the show is a celebration of Howard Shaken, mm-hmm. his the prestige of Howard Shaken's Black Kiss. We did Black Kiss 2 on our very first Paper Keg Knights episode, and there might have even been a quote from Dale uh, saying. There's no need to read Black Kiss 1 if you have read
2: Black Kiss 2. <laughs> well, well then Maybe that's exactly why we went back and did this, despite whatever I said. Who knows? Maybe at Who some knows? point
0: we jokingly put this book on the doc, the Google Doc, and uh-huh. we just forgot that maybe we shouldn't do it. But you know what? We threw caution to the proverbial winds. We did
2: it. Chaken is the reason for the season, okay? And... <laughs> They're, we're just going to, you know, we needed a paper keg night. It's been, we're long overdue for one. Yeah. And we're like, you know what? Let's not really dig too hard because Google safe search will even not even block the stuff you look for when you look up adult no. comics, the no. phrase adult comics. The worst thing you want is to fire up incognito mode
0: yeah, and yeah. those searches smartly type themselves in when you just type in one of those letters. <laughs> you know it's game over for you. And you just throw the iPad in the fireplace. It's the only it's the <laughs> only route you can take. Now, first of all, Josie, before we get into the actual books the camera's positioned in such a way where your head is maybe one-eighth of the screen and your chest, your bare
2: <laughs> chest, is let, the rest think? of the screen. My let, word. Let me, let me help the viewers. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's go. play there the sultry music. Dun, 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 dun.
0: What um? What book did Jonesy Loves Beer read this week? Remember, keep in
2: mind, adult-themed titles, please. Right. And well, just real quick, it may not be the hot, the white dwarf fluorescent lighting in his house, <laughs> but I sense a tinge of blue over top of his eyes. If he went the route of to put just a little dab... No, but on that face. but
1: I need to escalate next year, and it might be there might be a wig scenario. I don't I'll, know. Oh I'll tell you gosh.
0: what: in, at four days' time, we're on the road, the three of us, to Baltimore oh Comic Con. Can you bring these clothes? You know, who knows what's going to happen when you get enough <laughs> tully Mordew in you? You're going to be like spoken my kryptonite out loud. You've told the world my weakness.
2: He's going to be like Sly Stallone and Cobra, and he's going to just stand there, washing dishes in a dress and wig. <laughs> We're asking for predatory harm to come to him so he can probably kill them and arrest them. Keep it politically correct, please, Dale. We don't need to get
0: into any kind of predator harm for our dear friend, Jonesy, whether or not he's waking up in the middle of the night cutting a piece of pizza with scissors. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you read, Jonesy?
1: Well, I hope to knock the grocery shopping socks off of at because I went back to the Crossed Well and oh, I read geez. Crossed Family Values. Oh boy. Issue one. Uh perhaps the most terrible thing I've ever read <laughs> in my entire life and made me feel sick to my stomach about basically everything that a family represents. Um mm-hmm. The Pratt children are uh, on a farm. They live on a farm with their father. Their father is the patriarch of the family, very religious family. Um, Mm, And one of the daughters goes to confront the patriarch of the family because he's been, you know, sexually abusing multiple female, younger members of the family. This is how the issue Um, just starts. Like, hey... Pedof- pedophiles. Great. So I already know that I've picked the right book for this. Before uh, d- before any
2: infection has set in.
1: Right. This is not... Oh, my This guy's like, oh, I've got the crossed.
2: Right. Cross, this guy's just a
1: grade A a-hole. So in the middle of the eldest daughter taking a stand and confronting the father, of course, the crossed oh, boy. crossers come into the farm and just start, you know, effing animals and, you know, eating whatever they can. Sure. Uh, you know, targeting genitalia first, of course. Why didn't I read this? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all of a sudden, the father kind of like rallies, gets, breaks out the shotguns and rifles, uh, kills the cross, uh, crossed, not the cross, the cross, well, maybe the cross with his values. Um, and he saddles up a bunch of horses and rides the family to safety and the last page is, like, the daughter who confronted him, like, somehow I love him now and trust him beyond anything oh my because God. he got me through this terribleness. You know, I love my father. What? Yeah. Was this... Um, it's so debasing as a good moral human person to read. I don't know if I can ever get over this issue in my
2: life that a, I've read it. Cool. Was that um, Cy Spurrier? Who, who wrote that? Do you know? Yeah, was that it Venice? was uh,
1: David Lapham. Oh, on, wow. on a on a, a, a gentleman, I'll be avoiding in dark places in the future. That's so. Cool is that, with, didn't is that a stray on pencils? Did Straight uh, bullets, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Stray bullets, the book that shook Dale to the core.
2: Something's gonna
1: give. Something's going to break. Wow! wow. It, uh, like, it uh, really uh, tested my will to read this book. My word! It's it was awful, awful. Wow! I mean. It, Great storytelling. I'm just saying that the subject matter didn't sound like was it was soul crushing. I mean, when,
0: when you say awful four times in a row, generally, great storytelling doesn't. No, no, jump no. The, to mind. the
1: father is awful. Oh. I mean, it, this fits in perfectly with the cross world of whatever yeah. possible can yeah. go wrong will go wrong. I, you know, I, let, let me be clear. If you're into this ultra violent sexual style of comic book telling, you will like this issue. It's very adult. Uh, you really want to know how this is going to go? Like, is she going to have a change of heart and kill this guy because he deserves to die? Are they uh, going <clears> to <throat> consummate the or the other way? Like, is going to get quasi super? Jesus, crazy! So, David Lab. I mean, great issue, great writing, especially for this genre. For me, broke my spirit as an adult, <laughs> but uh, great issue is all I'm saying. I
2: Sounds make- great. I'm going to break your spirit this weekend when I start hovering around the Avatar booth at the uh, Baltimore Comic Con. <laughs>
1: please please don't
2: start putting two and two together. <laughs> uh
0: so I went a different route, not a whole lot of sex. You know, I wanted to go into the books that were too hot mm-hmm. okay. for uh, iOS, so to speak. So I stumbled upon uh, a little gem called Prison Pit by Johnny Ryan. He, um, this is, it, it's a book about a, uh, let's see, a character, uh, goes by the name of CF, not named in the first book. There's like six, uh, books of prison pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's thrown into some kind of intergalactic prison, you know, phantom zone, and he's a kind of a gruesome looking guy. He's humanoid, but he's got sharp teeth and long ears. Um, but he's a fighter. And he gets thrown into this intergalactic prison and kind of has to fend for himself and survive and not get murdered. But it's um, it's it's a super violent book. You know, there's beheading and there's uh, there's a character that um, how can I say this on a PG-rated show? If anyone remembers the term J Guard from previous episode, <laughs> uh, he uh, he. To so there's a this our, our protagonist CF gets into trouble and kills this bug or this uh, kind of gross animal that is able to eat something off what looks like a cactus and secrete a drug. So now there's this bad guy that looks like a villain from Mad Max. You know when they're riding their motorcycles, he's got these big Legion of Doom helmets. He's pissed because he stole his little guy that creates his drug. So he cuts his arm off and says, you can get it back when you find me another one of those animals. Mm. So he finds another animal, but he belongs to this kind of squirrely-looking humanoid. And to defend himself, this humanoid uh, goes and plays a guitar solo (laughs) by himself. Uh, If I could kind of metaphorically say what he does. And he creates this J (laughs) that encapsulates his entire body and is almost a monster. It's like that sh- uh, who's the female character in X-Men Shield? Remember that the, the oh, yeah. Japanese girl who creates... armor armor. <laughs> yeah. So this guy creates an armor of J <laughs> and does battle with our protagonist CF. And it's actually pretty funny. It's like so absurdly violent and um it's it's drawn in a kind of cartoonist style, not like a you know, not like a monthly X-Men book or whatever. It's it's a very clean style of artwork kind of like um our boy uh the end of the effing world oh, to yeah. a friend of the show
2: chuck forceman yeah
0: so it's it's like that in in that style and I actually really enjoyed it it was funny you know it gets so absurdly violent and kind of over the
2: top that it's really really enjoyable prison pit there you have it wow there you go i mean that's that's a, a new a new take you know on yeah. life yeah?
0: No hard Ring that Jonesy sought out yeah. in uh, the world of Crossed.
1: <laughs> you know, when I thought of Papercake Nights, Crossed was the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> I mean, I might as well go for it. The government knows now that I own it, so I'm on some watch list, I'm sure. Go big R or go
2: home, Jonesy says. Yeah, they probably... Uh they probably just hooked right into the security f- footage of Frederick's of Hollywood when you were trying that outfit <laughs> on. <laughs>
1: Thank God that I took my wife. Could you, could yeah. you imagine a large man sure. walking to your aisle as a cashier and being handed this?
0: You'd be in, in the leper. People of Walmart blog.
1: And, oh, I just noticed it has a little black bow on it.
2: Okay. Oh, my gosh. What I, what I really want to bet is Jonesy has the high heels on, and nobody ever sees <laughs> our feet <laughs> on YouTube. Nobody sees the bottoms, Dale. Maybe that's why Jonesy wears two pairs of socks, so he feels <laughs> that comfort while he wears high heels at home. What did you read this week? Dale underscore uh, A, Silver I w- Fox. I read, possibly, uh, you know, I, I marked this down in my to-read list long before there was ever a PK Nights 3 scheduled, and... It's very uh you know to the subject matter of course but I couldn't let it go just you know without being read I read Howard Chaiken's Black Kiss the Triple Xmas Christmas special in July my word, my word. and this is a, a $6 48 page self-contained story of a a girl named Eunice who it's it's about it's 1910 and her Eunice and her old man lives out on a farm in like the Dust Bowl in the middle of nowhere middle of the Midwest United States and I mean they're struggling to make ends meet The uh, there's a drought they can't really farm as much so Eunice's proud papa basically sells her for a night for Seven truck tires and $28 total. To I mean, four seven truck <laughs> tires. To 4 uh, To be college graduates who are just looking for a bit of fun, you know what I mean, before they uh, go out into the real world, before they start <laughs> excelling at their careers. I mean, these guys just want to be animals. And what happens after is just, you know, Eunice remembers this and... Much in Howard Chaikin's Black Kiss style. Eunice grows up, you know. I'll be, I'll be it damaged to become a, an old timey movie star who hooks up with her friend and ours, one Dagmar. Wow, the she male who manages to hide it until the very last second when you least expect it. I mean, she just... Pe- she packs it behind.
1: What was that moment like for you? Yeah, when I finally graced
2: the page. I mean, Desiree might as well started playing. Like, I knew I was home. I knew I was in the <laughs> comfort of the, of the black kiss that I know and loved. So the, uh, the rest of the issue is are four mini-tales about how Eunice and Dagmar basically hunt these guys down it's it's been twenty to fifty years later. I mean, they're you know, and and Eunice and Dagmar aren't aging. It's like you know, part of that untold demonic stuff that actually gets more into it in Black Kiss 2 when we read it the first time. But it's it's a story of revenge. I mean, obviously, the best way to enact revenge is to woo these men and make uh make trickery with their male hormones and make their peace hard and then murder them in some awful awful fashion. It's the only way I know to do it. It's, you know, I mean you, if you come from the school of Dagmar that's <laughs> which is the school of what? What would Dagmar do is basically what the bracelet would say or the bumper sticker. And uh, you know so it's an it's a it's a revenge story Four four times the revenge and then Eunice just goes on oh and she kills her dad too so five murders total spoilers. But uh you know, spoilers. She may she kills her dad first, but she may have done it while wanking him off. Oh god! I'm not off. Sure. I don't know why that's even necessary because they never implied that that relationship was there to begin with. But I guess she's just feeling extra dirty, extra dirty, and extra murdery. Good grief! And you know, that's it for Triple X Miss in July special Black Kiss. You don't need to know anything about Black Kiss or Black Kiss 2. Well, I mean, nothing
0: says Christmas like W-ing if your father before you murder him.
1: I mean, that's what I was about to say.
0: I'm, I might have to edit it out. w I don't think W-ing. that's going to be
1: able to... W-ing. F- W-ing. the explicit tag well, hold from on, uh, let, me, let, me,
0: let me just get a clear cut of me saying W-ing. w I'll just edit yeah. that in. <laughs> It'll fit perfectly.
2: And, uh yeah, so, I mean, that's... but. Look, I realize <laughs> there's probably a whole lot of Black Kiss in this episode, all right? But God help us! But, but what be. are we going to do? We need to first of all thank you, Dale,
0: for that yeah, um, no problem for that review of Black Kiss Xmas special, Triple Xmas, I
2: believe. Triple Xmas, yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, now we need to head into the lightning round. Two sentences or less. Another book that we read this week. Um, Jonesy loves beer. Place. Zipper versus Dominatrix. Uh,
1: a young lady dons a Dominatrix outfit to fight super sex crime. Uh, don't grope her. You will
2: regret it. It's the same vibe Jonesy gives off. When he's- <laughs> <laughs> Friends
0: with benefits from the anthology Smut Peddler. The Incubus is not used to having relations with someone while awake, but, by God, he can get used
2: to it. (laughs) The Satellite Sam, Cadet Corey, Tijuana Bible. Cadet Corey needs to play the judge in... Which two pieces of crown molding are giving better tail?
1: You need to bleep that out. We can't say we can't
2: that say on the show. Oh. <laughs> pieces of tea fail. <laughs> what Cadet Corey doesn't know <clears throat> is the old captain has a trump card. He's willing to play to surprise Cadet Corey.
0: Instead of, we will accept crown molding.
2: <laughs> crown
0: molding.
1: There's going to be a lot of us getting clear words in to be added that yeah. later, I think. I
0: mean, the edit of the show is just going to be magical. Black Kiss by our dear friend of the show, Howard Chakin. This is Volume 1. We've already done Volume 2. Probably a mistake to do Volume 2 before Volume 1, but let's just ignore that fact. Volume 1. Howard Chaykin. Black and white. Adult. Rated. (laughs) Mature. John Z. This is going
1: to be difficult with all the words I'm going to have to excise, so please bear with me. Uh, Everyone's favorite trends... Uh, prostitute Dagmar Lane is shown here in her impetus, her her first form. Uh, she is a lover to Beverly Grove, who is an an, an ex nineteen fifties starlet, and they live together. They live together, and they, uh, you know, S F together and uh, they also are tasked with <laughs> this is so distracting with discovering and it's I, I this is the plot secret pornography from the Vatican uh, the Vatican has a secret pornographic archive and they have a contact who is trying to get rid of some highly incriminating film mm-hmm. so uh, that person dies Father Murtaugh and uh a mysterious third party Tasks them with getting the film <clears throat> They uh Enlist the The help of a heroin addict who Has not killed his family but is being uh Pinned on it and has run from the uh Mafia And uh to make a deal with him They have a, a crazy um I don't even know how to say this Politically correct so Let's just bleep out what I'm about to say Uh sexual gender-bending three-way uh, that that it creates a pact with them. So, this person, uh, Cass Pollock, I don't look at my notes, excuse me. Cass, Cass, po- Cass po- Pollock! Uh, I actually wrote the inflection in the note, Cass! Uh, Cass goes and uh, investigates this for them and discovers the Order of Boniface, an ancient, like, Eyes wide shut, sex cult in Hollywood, and uh, you find out that they worship none other than uh, Bubba Keaton and Beverly Grove, who is, turns out is much older than a 1950 starlet. And this is where finally, I think this is like chapter eight, where the supernaturalness of um, Black Kiss finally comes into play, and you discover that Bubba Keaton was in fact a vampire. Who uh, made Beverly a, a vampire? Also, and this cult is based on getting that. Beverly God. to
0: Jones right. So good, man. He's just
1: I, I, that's what I'm getting out of the this.
0: <laughs> Jonesy, so Jonesy just said 90 percent of what I totally missed. So in this uh, it would
1: look. It was difficult oh, in the way it was told. So sure, sure. Beverly...
2: Whereas the the word vampire was never mentioned at all.
1: Well, she's either a vampire or a succubus. No, you're you're absolutely right, but it's just... All right, let me rally here, guys. So, in the end here, uh, there's another person who looks just freaking like Dagmar and Beverly and wants to... I see it's hard to keep track of them. Wants to be the only vampire... So the whole cult wants Beverly to make them vampires, but this one really wants to be a vampire. So she decides to basically go on some crazy murdering effing spree. And uh, my notes are not clear. Uh, <laughs> um, as far as I can tell, she wins, and Cass is left to die, and that's the way the book ends. So... That might have been my best worst synopsis. Gosh, I've ever done. I mean,
0: it's hard is, to concentrate with Bruce. Is that? The, I mean, this song. <laughs> I mean, I was I was and half hoping. You were hoping
2: for the Jerry Maguire voiceover. I, you, g, damn right, I was. <laughs> oh my god, god.
0: I would have lo- lost it if that yeah. wasn't here. Absolutely <laughs> lost it. What
2: a movie! Can we let's do a, a book? Or a, you know what? Let's just do one more for one more Tom one Cruise more movie Tom. that doesn't have anything to do with the comic I book. I mean,
0: would people would be, people be upset if we just went through his catalog
2: and just did paper I, K, well, can Tom, th- can't we
0: do Last Samurai attack? first? I mean, enough, enough with the Last Samurai. I will never watch that movie again for the rest of my life. Liar! One of my all-time favorite movies. FY. <laughs> so, Black Kiss. Let me just tell you something. I thought I was getting a leg up. Um, one day on the way to work, I was going. Well, you know what? It's the AM. I usually start to read these things in the PM. The way home, one trip back, finish the whole thing. It's only 130 pages. Boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna be done this before I even get to work. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> there are more words in this book than most Dean Koontz novels. <laughs> it's just not even. It's not even. It's. It's. I've never seen anything like it. On the Get, way, When I got to work, I had only read maybe 40 pages, and that's not even an exaggeration. I, I read this Thursday,
1: thinking we were going to record it Thursday, and then in between that time and now, I had to reread it again because I literally oh didn't understand what I had read.
0: Oh my gosh. And that's not the something time, you should <laughs> you should read twice. I don't know how you did it, because that had to have been two straight hours each time sitting well, down to read this. How yeah, long did it take but, you to read this through? Be honest I mean, with you right now. T- almost three hours. 20 minutes? Nah, <laughs> and then and, and a lot of it was reading the same fifteen
1: pages over and over again to try to understand what the f was going on,
2: and then you have to trace the word bubble to like find the little line to find out who's actually saying it. Yeah, because nobody knows who. Knows
0: who the you hell know what talking. the trick was? You trace the J to <laughs> yeah. the speech bubbles, and that it worked as like a puzzle.
1: And and sometimes and the image plenty, on the page was so plenty. shocking that you totally missed what happened before, and would have to flip back. To find right. out where the
0: story was going Do, we know, do mean, we know what year this came Was this in the 80s? 80s. Yeah, it was 90s. like 88 or 89 Man, I wonder what Like as, a, as an adult Maybe as a youth, Reading this in that year Because there's a You know, there's a Threesome I can say threesome, I think Maybe I can just say T-some Maybe I'll edit yeah. that out T-some
2: And
1: Published 1988 through
0: 1989
2: What a year Mm, t- Batman was comics. in theaters what a time to be shaking <laughs> just pumping these out
0: <laughs> Jagging them out for the public to read so I mean I'm skipping ahead a lot but uh, for, for the reason of talking about the threesome scene where this guy living the high life he got a book jug in like two issues previous <laughs> from I, who I think was Dagmar the young one and that's a whole other point because they they switch people like four times and I don't even know who was who except for who had the male genitals. Okay. And they have the threesome. He's having a high ho time for like, had to have been, f- felt like 50 pages. 50 page <laughs> threesome scene. and I'm having a great time reading it if I can be honest with you. <laughs> and then she whips it out. So she has, this whole threesome, she's been, I don't know, in a position where he couldn't see that area And she just whips that thing out. He's horrified that he's just done this. And now they have this kind of sexual vampire pact for whatever reason. But my main point is, what a book to, what a reveal that must have been in 1988, 89. Right? Right? I mean, as far as I'm aware, there's no, none of that in that, in the comics industry mainstream. Especially
2: when, you know, for the first eight issues, it's, Da- on Dagmar's voicemail on her answering machine is yeah. Can we I mean, agree half offend. of
1: this book takes place over
2: the phone, and, and you have
1: no idea who's talking.
2: And he, and she and he's like you know I'm 5'7 with an extra special seven inches. Like it's always there's a lot of innuendo. Mm-hmm. But when so Chakin knew what he was doing in 1988. He's like I'm going to just I'm, I'm gonna, this is the long con and come issue eight or nine. Dagmar's. Reve- Dagmar's big reveal is probably what the storyboard Dale said. your eyebrows and got so far on your forehead a- I mean they hit the roof how it's it's obviously the uh the artist takes you know liberal liberal out you know it's not quite lifelike but to to never see oh to never see a snake in the trousers yeah. On these skimpy little undies. I mean, they are hot numbers. I mean, she's wearing a thong. She's wearing like, you know, sexy
0: little outfits and I don't know of a place where she can just uh hide that. Yeah. You know, there's no hiding that in, you know, South Park Sniz. You know, there's no there's no there's no seamless transitioning for that. And then at one scene, even though, I don't know why I was kind of, like, not expecting, because we read Black Kiss, too. <laughs> like, right. Like, I don't know why this didn't come into my head while I'm reading the threesome scene. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. And, oh, that, yeah, I forgot about that. Dagmar, right, Dagmar, always remember. But, uh, man, I feel bad for that. What's the dude's name? The, the Cass. Cat, was it Cass? Yeah, I, yeah. I just didn't know anybody's names. I mean, that guy
2: really... Phew, Poor guy, he got
1: it. I Man. mean, he. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's just know. so
2: many. Like you compare this to like crossed. Crossed is very thorough and very thought out with its plot. Whereas Black Kiss, I mean, Cass's family was blown away by these drug dealers. And that's, I mean, he does mourn. He does not like. No, I know they're getting divorced, but he's got a little daughter yeah. that's that's just blown away by this drug dealer guy. And he does not mourn at all. He's just ready. ready. He's a deadbeat. He is out, you know, cruising. with Like a, literal you
0: know, cruising because he picks up Dagmar and she pays him in, uh, you know. A, he's, she yeah. services
2: his services him. She book drugs him for a ride home. Yeah. Well, it was the 80s. 88, there's probably. Sure. I mean, if was I was driving in 88, I would have just been driving up and down roads all day long. <laughs> I guess. Dale was in his mid-30s. <laughs> Everything <laughs> went.
1: <laughs> right. Tr- I just remember trash in the, sh- a ton the, of trash in the street. The mileage
0: on your Toyota Tercel <laughs> in that decade must have been sky high.
1: Just throwing McDonald's white bags into the street because that's what they did back then. But, I mean, but, but you're right. This is,
0: there's 12 issues of this book, and I'm reading through issues, and I mean, it it felt like literally nothing happened in several issues, where one conversation happened, yes, and then it, yes. horrifically, there's a sexual assault that lasts maybe an entire issue. That happens like two or three times, Which, where there's just um, a brutal gang bee mm-hmm. on some, maybe not innocent, but Dagmar, I guess, I have no idea if she was really an innocent character in this book, because she's got some kind of like devil vampire thing going on. She's but like Renfield. She, she's like Dracula's Exactly Renfield. right, yeah. So one issue, it's 10, 9, 10, 11, where those like, quote unquote, cops, I thought they were cops the whole time. The short dude, the black guy, and then the guy with the white streak in
2: his hair. Oh yeah, who they were the cops?
0: They were the worst cops they I've were, ever seen. <laughs>
2: they were hard arring cops. I mean, the, if you want to never trust a cop again, you read Black Kiss because they were just taking liberties with anybody they ran across in the name of the law. They were just throwing people around and like ramming them. I mean, they were just doing <laughs> so bad was things. One, one issue that disturbed me
0: was when they went to, like, I guess who was an informant or someone who they thought had information. Not only do they just give him a shakedown, they are his girlfriend wife mm-hmm. right in front of him. Because they're the cops. They can... And then they murder both of them, I think. It's just, ugh. It just made me sick reading it. Typical
2: investigation methods, <laughs> you
1: know. Jesus. I
2: mean, the, uh, yeah, and and... One of them is on the like at least one of them is on the line with Dag- Dagmar's wildly ways. Like he is a man's man, but he's obviously got skeletons in his closet because he's in love with Dagmar, Who in love be? with what Dagmar has. You know the uh, the gun is digging into that cop's hip, and he <laughs> is loving every bit of it because he is just like aring people and letting his lieutenants R people, but he's the one that's really in love with Dagmar.
1: You know, i like to prescribe to the theory that people were normal until they'd run across Dagmar and she'd twist them in some yeah, way. Yeah. However, the opposite is the case. She Sprung. seems sometimes the most sane of characters, speaking of a demonic, transsexual succubus, but, mm. like, every, every character in this universe is the
0: worst possible sexual projection of a human being that could exist. In that role, one was on the yes. Vatican tape. I felt like there was a, something that happened at the end that was so shocking that they didn't show. But I other, think I think the tape was showing
1: that Beverly was around in the twenties.
0: I see. Yeah, like, that was uh, incriminating
1: her as a succubus.
0: So, for those that uh, will have no desire to read Black Kiss and maybe aren't even listening to this, I don't even know. But there's a scene where Cass infiltrates this kind of Demonic cult hangout. Mm-hmm. Very easily, I might add. Really, just walks right in. Oh yeah, and as he, long as and, he, and it's obvious he doesn't belong there, but people don't even give a crap. As long as you have a mask, you just
2: walk into the party. That's your That's yeah, like the key.
0: So two seconds after he puts this mask on, he's getting serviced, mm-hmm. and they're watching this Vatican video that's apparently so shocking that he his mouth is agape at the very end, which I didn't even Surprise get surprised. I think it didn't get filled with
1: a D the way oh, that party my was word,
2: going. that is scandalous with just yeah with just extra streams like whenever shaken draws a d there's streams like streamers following like i don't know i don't understand but i mean i know look i know that's what happens it's, sometimes it's like, but it's essentially like we just came back from
0: the moon and there was a parade in the city <laughs> that's yes, what it looks because, like
2: because the, the ticker tape is just everywhere whenever you see it there's just like there's constant leaking of pipes I mean there's just never a there's never a pipe that doesn't leak on on screen on the paper It's just I mean I don't even
1: How can And you it's always and it might right not even now? like
2: it, it might not even be a you know a, a, a lot it's but there's always just some always some there's Who never not Who was the uh woman that Cass
0: um did it with who was wearing the little like 80s high socks this brunette who was that character that he just like hung out with and was telling him about, telling her fi- about his day i, was I think that that was
1: her real his real niece no, no i don't, I don't <laughs> because he talks about no he no because he talks about you're not like your dad or you're just like your dad uh, he he
0: said that like it felt like eight times but i don't know who this <laughs> just woman who was nailed the comment that this is no i but, why would you even say that while you're mid coitus with this
2: woman why would you bring oh you're just there's like a your lot dad. of well, well, she, she, calls like she calls him uncle Cass. i mean that's like so it's this little playful thing they got going on. Yeah, it could no, be No, it's thing. definitely not playful. That was I wrong. No, but it wasn't... I do not think... I don't not... You <laughs> got me all flustered in defense of you're Cass. You're f- flummoxed right now. I am. I don't think Cass and this uh, record store owner were brothers. I do not think that. I mm. think they were friends. I think it was like a relationship where... You're, you know, he's like no uncle relation, Jesse. but he's just been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Uncle Jesse's not really the un, an uncle. <laughs> oh no, okay. that's
1: just the wrong thing.
2: I oh, had God. it made in the shade. But um, he's I, like Cass is like the John Stamos of black Kiss. Like he's just he's got the, you know, he exudes. He's got the charisma. Charisma, and he could be he he could be like a family like they call him Uncle Jesse. Right. Uncle Cass. I mean.
0: So the 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 culmination of the whole book is.
1: A climax, if you will. Yeah,
0: if you want to say that.
1: Dagmar slash
0: Beverly reveals that they're the opposite person. I was totally lost at this point. I couldn't Mm -hmm. keep track of which one. I mean, they look identical. They were interchangeable. I couldn't remember which one had the male parts.
2: Uh, Dagmar. Their big 45-degree-angled jaws with their shaken lips drawn. (sighs) My word. They all looked the same. She captures Cass,
0: ties him up. He's buck naked for the rest of the book. And then the cops, the, the cops of the year, bust in on Dagmar. And, I mean, they have their way with her for what felt like four issues, 100 pages. And the other Cass slash Dagmar character, who they've been... God, I feel like just exhausted explaining the plot of this book. But she murders them. They untie Cass. Cass. They keep one dude alive, the White Streak, and then they tease doing things to him uh, for payback. They have him, you know, open to payback for like two issues in this, this this bloody corpse room because they just killed all
2: these cops. And how about that? He's ready. He's on board. He was totally game, just so as long as they didn't cut off his stuff. He was, yeah, amidst the ankle ankle deep in human blood and ticker tape. I mean, he's just ready for he's just ready for action. I mean, he's not disturbed. No, he's no. not. He's 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 primed. There's a scene where just I think cause, like she he like Dagmar like maybe nudged up like rubbed up against it. He's just ready. He's full
0: salute. There's a scene where Dagmar or Beverly to kind of freak him out a little bit. I'm pretty sure she grabs one of the corpses units and sticks that near her mouth.
2: Do you remember <laughs> that scene? Looking. I'm feverishly turning the pages now. It's very possible. <laughs> this episode, I don't even... I mean, what I just
0: said could most likely be excised from the entire show. I'm not even saying it.
2: And then Beverly, who is the vamp, vamper, I guess. Yeah. I mean, even though it's never said. Even though it could like, really be Dagmar. It's never mentioned, but all of, like, in two panels, there's like, oh, these bullets with garlic, garlic-soaked bullets, like...
0: Oh, yeah, and then she starts, like, freaking out about that. Silver
2: Glark, like, that's the only way you can tell that there's any sort of supernatural, uh, universal monsters of the time. Like, these garlic-soaked bullets and a stake near the heart.
0: Yeah, there's, like, that's, when those scenes started, I tried to, like, think about what this book was trying to be, or maybe it was exactly what it should have been. Maybe people love this book. Maybe Howard is super stoked with it. But I couldn't figure out if it was supposed to be like a... I tried to picture this as like a movie. Like if this was a drama, there'd be way too much sex and sexual assault for this to be a normal drama. Unless it was like an art house movie. But then it wasn't trying to be like comical. There wasn't a whole lot of jokes that were really funny to me at any point. And all I could come up with was like this was a really dark porno. Like really, just I mean, absolutely dark. Because I mean, I haven't seen a whole lot of pornos that were just like vicious sexual assaults. I mean, because they were really haven't seen a whole
1: lot, so it indicates that you have seen
0: some. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that statement could have been stated a little bit better.
2: I I'm trying to remember what happened to Black Kiss Two. I I remember. I think that
0: one was way more. Uh, sci- like not science fiction, but like horror movie sci-fi.
2: It was because I think even in the first issue, it like it definitely elaborates on what, Ch- like I think nobody got what Chakin was trying to get across in this book, and in the first issues of Black Kiss 2, I think like Beverly was a vampire or some sort of being who thrived on like men's ticker tape. Ticker tape and that's how she stayed young and stayed virile. like well, she he definitely went she to a fed on it. world
0: building
1: in black kiss too
0: sure well, yeah. i mean like black kiss 2, 2 doesn't black kiss 2 open up with a woman that's got like 12 um things and they're all like she's like the medusa with genitals but don't you remember that where they're like they're they're moving across the whole page and they're super elongated no, and I don't remember that. you don't.
2: Maybe I imagined
0: that. I don't know. Maybe I'm that's... pretty sure it's in the beginning of Black Kiss too, where you know immediately, like, wow, we're on, we're in the we're on for a wild ride right now, where this is craziness, and
2: you might be right. I think they I think they were in a movie theater at the time. They were watching a movie. But I, yeah, yeah, I, you might be onto something. I don't Thank know. you.
0: Finally, jeez, I'm talking like I'm an addict over here, just <laughs> fantasizing you about what remember? movies I watch
2: late at night. Jake, Jake, Thule. I haven't seen a lot of dark, vicious pornography. <laughs> dark not a vicious. lot. Yeah, I mean, not what qualifies.
0: I mean, it's I'm a gonna, trip. I'm going to leave that leave that line in because I feel like I was <laughs> confident in what I said, right. and I was happy with it. I don't have. I mean, I don't have much else to say about Black Kiss.
1: I kind of wish we would have never read
2: this. I mean, I, I, on Devil's Advocate, I'm not. Completely repulsed by the book, I'm not. But the concretely, there were so many different dumb plot lines that were uh, seemed unnecessary. That you know, it was just a vehicle for, um, you know, D's and V's to be involved with each yeah. other and M's. So, what's the M? Uh, so, what a. Like what a man would or woman would use to talk out of. <laughs> I don't even want to say it in this context. It's just too. It didn't feel right.
0: I don't know. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> What's it rhyme with?
2: It rhymes with Brandon Ralph. <laughs> it's gonna get to it, ebb. <laughs> So D's and V's and M's, to You reiterate. couldn't say
0: mouth? It
2: just felt weird <laughs> after saying D's and V's. Because what, what the mouth was used for, not talking. All right? I don't know. Just don't, I mean, it, read Black oh, Kiss, shell. don't read Black Kiss. It's not a good story. Crossed is a good story. When you cut through all the craziness of it, this is not a good story. There
0: you have it. We did it. Black Kiss won. Mm. I mean, explicit tag. Who knows? I can't. I'm not even sure how we're going to survive this episode (laughs) as a show, as a family. Jonesy's still
2: bare-chested at this moment. Never Never felt dirtier. He's kicked his shoes off. He's rubbing (laughs) one foot against the other, like a businesswoman after a long day. We got your letters. I'm going
1: to open them up. Faritan's going to read them
0: to you. Letters at paperkeg.com. You shoot us a letter, we might read it on the era. All right,
1: our, our first letter. Keggers. I have a revelation to divulge. My first episode of Paperkeg Keg was, in fact, P.K. Nights 2. Wow. wow yes lost wow. girls sexual promiscuity cross degenerating genitals <laughs> and jonesy in a dress was my first exposure to the glory that is paper ca-
2: holy crap that's it was, crazy
1: it was overwhelming certainly what was sex and drag rampant when all i was expecting was humble comic talk <laughs> <laughs> but i was able to tell it was some special event and not the norm among the weird thank god I listened to your same man up next. Found I tolerated it, and continued in the backlog to find I actually loved the show. It's been a year now, so I guess you could call this episode my sort of kegiversary. I suppose Jonesy and Drag is my anniversary gift, <laughs> and I guess, that's acceptable. <laughs> I guess my, that's acceptable. I guess that's acceptable. I guess that's acceptable. My, 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 for you three is a book recommendation. Understanding Comics by Scott McCloud is a must-read for every comic fan, a book that explains the history, formula, artistry, and literary validity of comics all in the comic book format. It's a manifesto protesting that comics are the art to the dissenters and a reminder of how amazing this little hobby is for the true believers. You should definitely add it to your Google Doc list of books.
2: Keep up the good works, babes. Tom, at that movie freak on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Wow, Tom, thanks for sticking around. Holy moly. Wow. If PK Nights was my first exposure to the show, I, Oof. we may have even prefaced uh, previous PK Nights with, if this is your first episode of Paper Keg, then yeah. like, drop the ball. I didn't do that this time. Oof. Um, I, I, I've heard good things about that Scott McCloud book. We should do maybe a book club ep or something based on it. I don't even know how long it is. but
0: At Movie Freak, noted Kevin Smith fan. On the Twitter, really? Kevin Smith apologist. Oh, yeah. that Kevin freaking... Smith apologist. You <laughs> Dale, you got into it with him about Kevin Smith once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
2: right. That's right. That was him. Was, uh, I just assume that Kevin Smith just talks about smoke a pot every uh, podcast episode and <sighs> smoke pot
0: f f f pot f f F-F, pot, pot fat pot. Jean shorts pot f. I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Kevin Smith and that.
1: Okay, we kind of got off the beaten path with that one.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Next, uh, next letter is, uh, uh, thanks, uh, at that movie freak on the Twitter. Next, howdy. I am 14 episodes into binge listening to the paper keg episodes I've missed recently. Just wanted to say, I totally agree with what you all said about Nerdist on the June 15th episode. Thanks. At very exciting on the Twitter. Uh, yeah, thanks. That's, that's good to hear. I mean, we...
0: Dale's favorite show. Nerdist. We've,
2: we've revealed ourselves. We revealed our hand <laughs> on that tirade, but it felt good. It felt real good.
0: I don't think I gave any opinions. I think I kept them all under my hat, yeah, so I'm safe. Maybe,
1: maybe we should just. I'm listen safe
0: back. Safe.
1: June fifteenth. He was very uh, precise. Yeah. Hey guys listening to the latest PK over Flex Metello, I am so sorry, I realized I'm experiencing this show from the distant past, circa July 2012. I began to blow my own mind, thinking I'm almost like a time traveler, running through your back catalog, and wanted to write in with five quick predictions as to what might be going on in the future with Paper Keg 2015. One, Slim is dead. <laughs> yeah years spent trolling others eventually caused a garbage-shaped growth in his head and maybe heart oh causing instant death. Mm. To fresh off the second reprinting of the inherited omnibus volume 2, Jonesy is now the current host of Paper Keg. This is in a year, a yes, year's time the there's one two year. printings and an <laughs> omnibus. He, he's very aggressive maybe December
2: 2015, so it's you know
1: <laughs> could possibly be any day. Uh Jonesy now the host of Paper Keg after Slim's timely denies and finally has a chance to run the show the way he sees fit. And uh, at number three, Paper Keg is canceled. Having run PK until the GD ground with his constant spoiling and garbled consonants, host JLB becomes a pariah in the <laughs> podcast world and can't find a guest hosting gig to save his life. No one talks to him and he talks to no one. Uh, looking good in 2015. Uh, four, having having lost his show, his best friend, and his constant punching bag, Dale is forced to confront his negative, his negativity head-on and has since hit the road with his new message of positivity in his book, The Good Boy, 10 Ways to Reform and Get Your Shorts Tight While Doing It. <laughs> Five, <laughs> Farrington finally put out the Tosh.0 oh sketch I keep hearing about. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for the constant enjoyment. It was good while it lasted. Uh, now at TV Cardinal on the Twitter.
2: Wow. One year. Two volumes of Inherited Omni by... Wow. What, do we need
1: to keep going back to
2: that? I mean, I ran the show into the
1: ground. Slim's dead. You guys are like, maybe that comic will come out. Two volumes, you guys. You know.
2: Jonesy becoming a pariah is probably pretty dead on. I mean, <laughs> he would even make... Becoming... Future, <laughs> <laughs> well, a podcast uh, podcast hosting pariah, you know, among his other. Yeah, when is the
0: next uh, Jonesy loves beer guest hosting gig? It hasn't uh, happened in a while.
1: I have no current plans to, to wow. guest host anywhere.
0: Wow, huge wow. news! Wow,
1: huge. I guess my fifteen are up. You know.
2: <laughs> next step comes. Fr- uh, next letter comes from friend of the show Jim Lind. Alleged friend. It is the summer of paper keg, so I've been catching up while mowing the lawn. Even though I hadn't read Fear Agent and you warned me repeatedly to not listen for fear of spoilers, but I decided I'd rather have you gentlemen spoil it for me than have episodes in my podcast app go unlistened. When Jonesy was espousing his theories on the soul, I was with him 100% when Slim and Dale argued for the time travel makes you go crazy theory, I was already composing a letter in my mind coming to Jonesy's defense because the soul theory follows the generally accepted science fiction theories about cloning and resurrection. Unfortunately, the soul theory, for me, gets thrown out of the window when they do the mind transfer and not a soul transfer. While it's possible that the mind transfer is actually a poorly named soul transfer, the quote... This
1: is getting deep.
2: Drink every time you hear mind or soul or transfer. Uh, AMC's uh, uh, show just showed up at my house. I forget the name of the show now, but um, you talk. We'll edit.
0: We'll edit that in. We'll get a clean edit of you saying the show name, and I'll just uh, s- slice it in there. Uh,
2: intervention. AMC's Intervention just showed up <laughs> at my house with a camera crew. Uh poorly named soul transfer, the quote when transfer of mind is completed, will eradicate all trace of wicked doppelganger question mark? It will disproved it well enough for me. A soul is eternal or the whole idea is thrown away from me. Now if you wanted to continue arguing over the soul theory the boy ain't got the spirit to take me over is an excellent piece of ammunition, ammunition. but since it was yelled by a maniac as he was about to be wiped from existence, you can't accept that as evidence if you can't accept evidence obtained under torture. Sorry, Jonesy. So, no matter, in the end, he can't defend Jonesy anymore. That's what this letter is about. Shocker.
0: My favorite letters are ones that end with the sentence, sorry, Jonesy.
1: <laughs> sorry, you're still wrong. Love whoever decides to sign this email.
0: Uh, our 100%. next
1: letter. We're not going to go into that letter in depth. Our next letter. Uh, three times. Three times while trying to listen to Jonesy talk about Multiversity, my wife came and asked me silly questions uh, not having to do with PS4 or Xbox One. <laughs> and I had to start the review over. I might like Grant Morrison, and I loved Multiversity, but I think I enjoy Jonesy's review even more. Please don't get rid of the round table. Oh. Thanks. Very exciting. Postscript: Please give Neil Gaiman's Death, the High Cost of Living, a try. It's not as deep as you may think, and Dale, there is a sweet hardcover.
2: Mm, I just bought it. I just now bought. Jeez, based Jeez, on ooh. based on the words hardcover alone, I just bought it.
0: Amazon one click. It'll mm, be the death uh, of uh, Silver Fox. <laughs>
2: uh, thank you, At. Very exciting for that uh, follow up letter on your binge. I hope you are uh, almost near the end. Next up is a friend of the show, at Ren Mike D, host of the Skyrim Addict podcast, one of my favorites.
0: Jonesy is, first of all, Jonesy is chuckling like a madman <laughs> looking at his phone. I don't know what just came over
2: the wire, but I he just, is having, uh, just he's having a great read time.
1: That
0: he's having a great time right now. It uh,
1: makes me
2: feel terrible as a human being. Please read. Dear God, I turned on YouTube and I am scarred. This is live. He's watching us live two quotes from a 6-year-old who should be asleep thanks by the way red mike so yeah his his child for the for the uh to elaborate is that a man <laughs> no it's an ugly woman isn't it <laughs> <laughs> second quote is that chuck which is an austin alley reference about dale he included a picture of chuck and i could pass for an ugly chuck from yeah. austin, uh, Nickelodeon or disney channel's austin and alley yes i definitely could
1: We we just got another one, hot off the presses. Wow, Uh, it says from from Lanetto Tomb on the Twitter. He says no subject. Uh, For God's sake, just read Sex Criminals next time you do this. (laughs) Boy, I (laughs) to reference that I won't uh, wear drag if we. I think maybe he wants a book
2: club that
0: would be listenable. Oh, uh, book club segment.
2: All right, which which almost like betrays the whole idea. Right of Paper Cake Nights. Another
1: tomb just coming and shit run for us. And then, right, uh, because then we get letters. Gen we'll
2: is, is on the defensive
0: right now. <laughs>
2: then we it's get emails hard. with the subject of Brimper and uh, things like we're, like the cult of Fraction. Lay it out, Dale. Don't Ooh. hold back on your, your cult of, of Fraction thoughts. I mean, if, if the show ever gets canceled and we come back again, Sex Criminals would be the book, the oh, next wow. book that we read
0: <laughs> Holy smokes It's probably not
2: that bad I just You know I, you know, It's one of those Reverse hype things And You show me An, an internet ad With a t-shirt That says Brimper on it I click on the X To close the window Immediately <coughs> News flash
0: uh, What a show What a show Huge revelations This week Huge
3: I was just about to tell you Oh god That oh. <laughs> I love him I do Love him. I, I love think it's a him. montage and I'm sure what you think.
2: I okay? love him for the man okay he that. wants to be And I love him for the man that he almost is Genius. I love him Laurel I love
3: him
1: I love him Slim, you okay?
0: Cameron Crow. God, it's a good work. It's a great movie Can you remove your glasses so I can see he, her turn up? He would never reach the heights uh, Of Jim McGuire slash Vanilla Sky Never, never again. Real quick, are you guys wearing
2: the same model of glasses? Are uh, those the same frames? Well, we did go to the uh, Lens Crafters the other day. Yeah. We wore our Brimper shirts.
0: What a show. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see everybody next week.
3: Goodbye. You gotta be fair to her. She loves you. If you don't love her, you've got to tell her. She'll let you in her
2: car. A, what was all her, man? She's a number. Especially She'll
3: in this movie. She'll let you into the parts of the set That'll bring you down. It's okay,
2: man. Slim. She'll
3: guess, man. let you in her heart If you've got a hand. you got married.
2: If I said that, would you stay?
3: No, no. Don't do that. Don't say that unless. You've gone, Well, say it if you want to. How to get. Will you marry me? That place where you can't remember. What are you thinking? And you can't forget. Laurel? Oh, we're getting married. She'll lead you down the. There'll be tenderness in the air She'll let you come just far enough So you know she's really there And she'll look and she'll smile In her eyes of sea You know what's coming. got a secret garden We're everything you want We're everything you need We'll always stay The million miles away To you, Jerry Maguire, take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife And do you, Dorothy Boyd, take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband? I now pronounce you husband and wife. I pretended that proposal by the car was real. And it might have just been a hypothetical. I did this. And at least I can do something about it now. So this break is break up. Come on, Jerry. You know this isn't easy for me.
1: Is where it has to happen and this is where it has
3: to happen. I'm not letting you get rid of me.
2: How about that? I'm a smart wife. I love you. You
3: complete me. And I'm just I... Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello.
0: You can't write it any better than that. You can't write it any better, you can't direct it any
2: better, and you can't act it any better. Tom, flat out, game over. My knees, Every everything started tingling. My knees, my kneecaps. Ticker tape everywhere. <laughs> Damn fantastic. GD fantastic. I mean, I'm a, I might watch it post Paper Cake Nights. Shh. You might, you might want to save it
0: just in case we do a surprise oh
2: paper keg Tom Cruise
0: episode one more time. Jerry Maguire based on the unproduced graphic novel right? the so same name.
2: That same name uh, based on the screenplay <laughs> of Cameron Crowe. <laughs> I mean, he really didn't do, I don't
0: think, anything after Vanilla Sky. I think he tried. He did Elizabethtown with uh, Orlando Bloom. Mm. Dud.
2: Was um I guess was Almost Famous before Vanilla Sky. Uh I believe Almost Famous
0: was right before or after Jim McGuire.
2: Yeah, maybe it was maybe it was right after, yeah.
0: At the movie Freak. He's probably typing something up right now. He's probably screaming at the uh screaming at the iPods. Putting on his Jenkins, like his his idol, Kevin Smith, putting on his quadruple XL hockey jersey. Saying F, F, F. Wrote a script for Superman. Lives. F. F,
2: F, F, F. Yeah. Potman. Pothead. Man. Weed. Weed. weed man Pie. F. Weedman. man. Wow, Kevin Smith uh, sound. Brody. Brody's, a, Brody's it's character. It's Brody's character.
0: Clark it's Kent is Superman. Guys. Superman is really Clark Kent. That's the disguise. F. Pot. F. F. Mind blown.
1: Guys, are you all right?
0: Batman peed. Batman peed himself, <laughs> but he didn't. Firemen actually pee themselves when
2: things get too hot. Batman peed. What are you guys weed. even talk about? Smoke, what are you smoking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> to open mic, open mic with me at a at an arena.